Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, Be With Charles Show. Charles Show. <laughs> Already relaxing. Tonight I'm coming to you live from Covington, Washington, on the west side of the state. And tonight I have with me three wonderful, beautiful puppy baby souls. Abjanora, Perry, and Tylee, all relaxing in the room with me. Let's let the music play. Greetings, my friends, and welcome to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles Show. We're here on a Monday night. Our Monday nights we make all about love and inspiration and connection, and we are going to have some of that awesome fun tonight, my friends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I'd like to thank you for joining us. Tonight we're going to really do a fun and special show, Connection and Love with Our Animal babies, souls in our lives. And they could be puppies or kitties or birds or fish, spiders, reptiles. Probably forgotten the category. Rabbits, <laughs> mammals of all kinds. <laughs> and I've certainly learned over the years from friends and family and clients and many of my clients become friends in mind, body, spirit, family as well. And of the connections, how much our animal babies mean to us in our lives, how sometimes it's such remarkable timing. Sometimes we don't even think we're looking for an animal baby to join our life at that moment. And they know it's the right time. <laughs> They reach out and they find us. And we're going to have a lot of fun tonight with that and have a lot of awareness. And we've talked a little bit about that. We did a show, I think, a few months ago where we kind of 
began to talk about our connections to our babies and our souls. And this year, we are doing a lot of depth and a lot of sharing and a lot of connection, a lot of love and inspiration on our shows and taking things even a little bit deeper. The experience and connection a little bit deeper. And we thank all of you out there that are part of that, our listening audience that listens for meditations and relaxations and takes the time to put some love and some inspiration and awareness and experience into your life. We need each other and we need these moments of connecting and relaxing and loving and refreshing our mind and body and spirit because we're getting bombarded by a lot of things in our lives. And we need moments of love and we need moments of relaxations and we need moments of peace so that our Minds and bodies can truly relax and let go of the fears and judgments, the stresses and the struggles. And we can reconnect with that consciousness, soul, highest part of our awareness and being all of who we are. And it's that part of ourselves that we know for sure connects with our, those animal babies in our lives. So I'm excited tonight, and I am coming to you from Covington, Washington. It's on the western side of the state. I'm actually doing some puppy babysitting for my daughter and son-in-law and the family. They are on a birthday celebration as a family. They have two-year-old and one-year-old with them, my grandbabies. And, you know, they had a choice. They said, hey, I'll come over and watch things and, you know, watch the, watch the puppy babies so that you can all, you know, so you guys can do something. I watch the babies, babies too, which I've done at different times over the years. And, but they said, no, we're doing it as a family trip. We're going somewhere with the kids. It's my daughter's birthday is coming up this week. And so is my son-in-law. They're only a couple days apart. And they're doing a family birthday, going out to a place that has all kinds of uh, funds for the kids, including an indoor water park. And these kids are water babies. My daughter was also a water baby, still is. <laughs> and uh, so they're going, they're spending the night as a family and doing like a family birthday celebration early in the week. And uh, I am watching Perry and Tylee and Janora. Janora was my first grandbaby and known her for many years her and i hung out together with my wife ex-wife but i call her wife we listen to the show <laughs> one and only wife of my life uh, we were there for my uh when my granddaughter was born back in 2020 and that turned out to be nine days and her granddaughter had to stay in the hospital for a few days after everything's fine but we spent a lot of time with Janora, one of my my first grandbaby. And then Ty Lee is new. Ty Lee is almost a year old. In between we had Luna and I did some I went and picked up my daughter from college and my daughter and her husband love animals and they had one and since she was having to go to college while he was at home to do her final year of vet school, she wanted to have a puppy too, so she got a puppy and they would both the same breeds and they could play together when they came together and they each had them when they were apart and then when they came together in the end. But unfortunately, Luna had some brain issues and a tumor and ended up 
dying young. So Tai Lee is now joined the family and I think turns a year here in a few months. And then Perry has recently joined the family as well. And we'll talk a little bit about that. So I've got all three of the puppies and they're all here with me, uh, just relaxing and doing the meditation. But maybe you'll hear something here and there and that's okay because this is animal baby night. And I have, and I don't do it for any sort of a living. I do it for people who've done it mostly for family and for a couple friends that have been, uh, that had to go out of town for different things and emergencies or things. But I've, one of the reasons I don't mind the puppy babysitting is it, I do it as much for the puppy babies as I do for the humans. Because I've connected with them. <laughs> You know, I'm going to be an emotional dude, but I connected with them. I love them. And I want them to be okay when their humans go on vacation or their humans have to leave because something's come up. And I've done it for some other friends of mine where they, uh, and I do that occasionally for them. She's like a daughter to me, known her since she was nine years old, sister-in-law, but just longtime friends. And, and I'll, for her and her partner, I've, watch their dogs, uh, and just love them. Fiona Seamus, Harry and Evie, and Harry and Evie were puppies over the years when I was watching them, and, and then over the years, they also had Chewy and Bert. And again, I would, their humans are going to be gone. They're going to be a little stressed out, and I love to bring my love and light and relaxation and peace, and I see... And I know if I'm talking to you tonight and you're tuning in because you have an animal, animal baby souls in your life, you'll know what I'm talking about here. You know, uh, our animal babies are souls too. Now, I was going to say they're human too, but it, uh, <laughs> sometimes it's arguable many times that our animal babies can be the best of us. <laughs> so I'm not going to put them down <laughs> by saying they're humans too. They're souls too. And they're connected to our soul. And so I love coming and being with them and getting to spend some time with them. And then I'm going to be here all week. They're only gone overnight. They'll be back tomorrow and that they'll all be together. And we'll all be able to spend the week together and do birthdays and fun. But I like, and as much as it creates its own changes and sometimes the hardships in my own life, because at home I have my own beautiful Sarah Bells and a little bit, puppy puppy soul and kitty soul as well as my partners and friends over there. But it, it's, it's worth it to be able to, and I see, I look at my life and that's where I feel so grateful, right? Because in the work I do where I work with so many humans who are evolving and becoming more aware and healing hurts over the years, I've had the opportunity of also having the experience of experiencing and being with all the different puppy babies, puppy babies in my life, as well as, uh, well, animal babies in general, because I've had a few interesting ones as well. Uh, but being able to visit and be with my daughter and her husband's babies, puppy babies, as well as my other friends. And, you know, I've had friends, Tracy and Mike, I watched their four dogs. You know, it seems to always, that's the other thing. I can't think of a time for anybody that I've watched a single dog. Way back when, when my wife and I were just dating, we, our bosses asked if we could house set for them. They had four dogs. 
it seems like the friends and family that do ask me to come, it's not for one puppy. <laughs> it's for like three or four puppies. And that's okay. Uh, well, Janora's reminded me it was just for her. So there we go. After Luna had passed, it was just for Janora uh, when we were waiting on a, my granddaughter being born. And then I watched my granddaughter and Janora, I don't think Tylee was part of it yet when uh, my grandson was being born last year. And I enjoy the time with them. And it's not just, and the people that do ask me, the friends and family, and the reason, that, even my daughter, she said, you know, you could come later in the week if you want, but we're going out of town and doing this trip. And we can have somebody that would watch the dogs and, the, you know, be in the house. But that person's a friend and they, they would be gone eight to 10 hours. And then Ty Lee, who's the puppy and is, you know, doing some of those puppet things would have to be kennel for that period of time and they didn't really want to do that to her and I said I don't want to do that to her either I'll definitely come a couple days early and be with the puppy grandbabies so here we are we're in Covington we're also going I'll be live in Covington with you on Wednesday Adam is going to be co-hosting with me a very special show my friends Scary times for our children and young adults. And once our kids are our kids, they're always our kids. Please tune in. And once you've listened to it, share it with the children or the young adults in your life that you feel is going to be appropriate. Or at least use the show and what you learned to have some conversations. It's a scary time for our children and young adults. Adam is going to be sharing some of his, he's been so open and he is truly one of those people being all they could be, definitely the same way. And that helps us all be all of us. We give each other permission to be all of who we are. And if there's parts of that and parts of that experience that we don't quite understand or connect with, what an opportunity to learn and become more aware and grow in our lives. So that's beautiful. But he's going to be sharing some things and very personal and, and very serious stuff that's going on out there that our kids are being easily, easily, far too easily uh, taken advantage of from minor ways all the way to human trafficking. And we're going to be talking about that on Wednesday. It's a very special show. Please tune in. On Friday, we're going to have our Friday night spiritual night because I'm hanging out with the kids and the family. And recently, We've had to, when we made some changes in our platform and different things we were doing, we had to archive about 100 and, I don't know, 60 shows or so from our uh, shows back in 2014, 2015, and some of our shows back last year. We do have about the last 30 or so, we're approaching 30 now, of the most recent shows. But anyway, <laughs> on Friday... I'm, we're going to be uploading some of those older shows because they're great shows. And we had some, we had some wonderful people and beautiful experiences that we shared. And I've been hearing from some of you about some of the ones you missed or some of the ones you want to make sure I bring back up. So this Friday, I'm going to, I haven't decided exactly one yet, I'm torn between a few, but I'm going to, I'll tell you on Wednesday, <laughs> which one it's going to be, but we're going to upload a show Friday afternoon from one of our past Friday night spiritual nights. That's very special. And I'll be spending my Friday night spiritual night with my daughter, son-in-law, and my grandbabies 
uh, and then I head back uh, home on Saturday. So, so win, 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 and that's always what I try to create. <laughs> so, my friends, and like I said, I think I'm speaking truly to the hearts and souls that already know and appreciate some of these things. And I'm going to share with you a few things that I do that I do know other mind, body, spirit, friends, and family that we each have our own ways of describing things and doing things. But I'm going to share with you some ways that I do like to share love with all the animal babies in my life in connection and awareness. And tonight I'm going to have three, and I have one at home that's been wanting to, but she's, even though she's going on, well, two and a half, she's still one of those dogs that she'll be a puppy all her life and Sarah Bell, she's been really trying to be with me in the room when I do my meditations and I do the shows, but I've been leery and I, and I didn't even know about these three, <laughs> but then we got in a mood we put on some meditation music. I started talking soft and relaxing them and I got one under my feet, one, a couple, you know, as close as they can be to that one under my feet and another one snug in his bed watching me from across the room and they're all being quiet and laying down. I can't say that's going to be the whole time because they are puppy babies, (laughs) but right now they're going with it for years in 2014, 2015, all of my shows cookies, my animal baby puppy at the time was with me, had to be with me. And she was actually a therapy puppy as was Noel, a therapy kitty. And so they could be with clients. They could be with groups. They would meditations or what client would come in and we'd talk. They'd snug them, snug them and let them, you know, love on them. And, and then we'd go to meditation or spiritual experience time and they'd lay down and they'd we'd go to the meditation. When I started bringing the clients back, uh, they would then begin to kind of stir a little bit. Cookies especially could be helpful if the client was taking a minute to get back. She'd give a little look on their hand. It was so cute. Like, are you waking up? Daddy says you should wake up now. <laughs> and and so I've been, and I know my kitty now, Little Bits, would love to be in the room. I think he has he has been in the room when I, until I changed to the new studio, and he's kind of still getting used to that. Sarah Bells would love to. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and they do enjoy the relaxation and the peace. And they do enjoy the connection. Many times with my Kitty Noel and the kitten I had before her, when I went in to do meditations or spiritual experiences, even astral projections, and sometimes especially astral projections with the kitten I had before Noel, uh, I go back and get in that space. And, you know, if you are someone that's gone to those deeps of meditations, you know, you really have to get in a fully relaxed and kind of let go, get in that light body and then drift, you know, and, and so... When that cat would start like climbing on me at first, I'm like, whoa, wait, you know, we got to, daddy's doing something here. And then he'd like purr and sit just perfectly and be like, no, silly, I want to (laughs) go. And he did. And that is interesting because I had my wife who we weren't together anymore at that time, but uh, I had to go somewhere and I had her cat sit this kitten and love that, you know, I always call them kitten and puppies, no matter how they get, <laughs> just like I do, just like we do with our babies, right? So I had her cat sit this kitten, and I think it was gone for three or four days, and then I came back, and, and it, I, I left it with her. I was in the process of moving, getting into a new place, and that's why I left it with her while I got settled, and 
she said, what is up with that cat? And I said, what do you mean? She's like, anytime, like I'd be doing something or relaxing in the living room, she goes, and I turn on the lamp and that cat would either lay under the lamp looking up or like position itself on this little table I have so that it could kind of hang over and look down at the light and would just kind of do that for a while. And sometimes even fall asleep, like looking up at the light. <laughs> and I was like, well, and Laura knew me and knew, you know, the mind, body, spirit part. And I told her, I said, well, uh, this particular kitten loves to ask to project with me and that's going into the light. <laughs> so I, I said, it's interesting. He doesn't do that with me, but we also actually project together going to the light. So it's, I thought that's fascinating. Okay. He's like looking at the lamp, like, is this the light? I'll go to sleep under here. They're very, and I, they're very spiritual. And we know, we know it from the moment that they find us, right? And that's what happens. We think we find them. But at least for me, in my lifetime, in the, in the beautiful animal souls I've had in my life, it's, uh, they found me. <laughs> they found me. And when I've looked over the years, and I had clients and friends and family that came to me that was, were doing works as humans on their healing or on their awareness or on their spiritual journey or physical endurance or focus or whatever it was. <laughs> I remember the first client that came to me and said, can I bring my, I want to bring my dog to the next session. And then I'd like you to do whatever it is that you can do spiritually. I know you connect with the energy. I know you connect with spiritual entourage, light being. Can you, my dog is very sick, and I know that she needs to go. I also know that, that I have a sense that she can have a quality of life for a little bit longer, and I think we both enjoy that. And I did say, I said, well, I don't profess to be a pet, you know, therapist or spiritual facilitator and she said well there's there's always a first <laughs> she goes I know you're spiritual and you do many things she'd come to retreats and workshops different things I've done and she said and I know what you do for your own animals you've talked about it and I know what you do and you've you know she knew some of the people I knew and she you know I know what you've done for some people and they've talked about your connection and and I'm not asking you to create something you can't and and I know in the end that you know, our time is limited. I'm just asking if you'd be willing. And I said, absolutely. Bring her. And so I did do what I've done for animals over the years. And I, and I do with mine. I do with these. I've done it a few times throughout the day today. And, you know, if you're mind, body, spirit, and you have the energy and the love and light flow through, flow through you... You know that it flows into your mind and it flows out through your hands, down through your feet, kind of truly in a real way radiates all around us. You know, we have an aura and it's funny because over the years, saw those aura pictures, things like that. I, I am open-minded about everything and I thought, okay, but then recently science and measuring the vibrations and proving that meditation takes you to this state and that people that are in a certain spiritual state emit radiate from their body and energy that's measurable of course it is we've all felt it we've all sensed it and we've all definitely used it when we've been in a time of prayer meditation 
for a friend or family member that's ill or struggling and we're given some energy. And we certainly, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, intentionally or not, when we're loving on our animals, that energy is flowing back and forth and we feel it, we know it. We're aware of it. And I have intentionally for years, starting with my first true dog of the kids, Snow White, and her mom and first generation before her, when again it was adopted by the Elsers, and they had four dogs. <laughs> I think let's see, three, and then when Snow White came along, four. <laughs> anyway, and that is, I get in that place of letting that energy, letting that flow come through, and then I, with intention, I'm doing it right now. I'm saying I'm going to do it, and Tylee's coming over, and I'm doing it to her. I'm giving her. Just a lot of love. I'm letting the love throw, flow through my hands. And I always kind of do it like right around just past their shoulder blades into their, but you can do it throughout their body. So I'll pet them and let the light just flow through. See it flowing inside their bodies and going into their heart and their lungs and their systems and bringing a love and a light and a relaxation and a peace. Healing if they need it. And so with her dog, when she came, with her puppy baby soul, I did that same thing. I did a prayer, meditation. I brought in love and light. I brought in the energy of my clients, the energy of her spiritual entourage, my spiritual entourage, the creator themselves, all of the earth energies that are around. And truly spent 30 to 40 minutes doing different things and petting and a mini session. And that puppy spirit lived for another three and a half years with a good quality of life right up till her last day. Client called me on the last day and said, I think today's the day. And even though doing that energy, doing that work, much like it is with humans sometimes, it depends on what you have in your body and what's happening for you and your avatar. The dog was not healed of the problems that it had, which were diabetes and some heart problems. However, the symptoms were reduced and some longevity was given. And that puppy, that beautiful spirit, took that energy. One thing I've realized over the years, both with my own animal babies and those of friends and family, is when a puppy baby doesn't take the energy, that's just like a human, you know that that's when they're nearing their time and it's their time and they're ready. And ironically, I wouldn't say ironically, wrong word, because just like with humans, it's a blessing. That happened to me with cookies. Cookies was 17 years old. I had had to go on a trip, and here's how, wow, everything connects, because I have Perry looking over at me. I had to go on a trip back to Spokane because Brandon, Felicia's brother, not my son, but one of my sons, nonetheless, one of my wife, the son my wife had after we were together, 
He was 15 years old. He was hit by a car tragically and was rendered brain dead. And, and I'd had to come back to be there for the family. And that happened sadly, but truly around the same time, right around and uh, my daughter's and her husband's partner's birthdays. And I came back to be with the family and be with him and, and bring in love and light and help to bring just compassion and love and strength at a time people need it the most. Perry was Brandon's puppy. I want to say that Perry was maybe about a year old then, maybe not. Close. Perry then became Laura, my wife's puppy, until she passed on this past Christmas Day. We had many different people who were willing to take Perry. We knew Laura was ill and the time was coming. But my daughter absolutely, who is a veterinarian, who has Kylie and Janora, had no problem bringing Perry into the mix. Perry's had his own miracle. He almost went blind in one eye and was going blind in another way too young. I forget the condition. It's something that happened. But community came together and raised some funds because I think it cost like ten or eleven thousand dollars ridiculously. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's important stuff. <clears throat> Strike that last record. Everything's become too ridiculously expensive though in my mind. But at the same time, a lot of effort, a lot of things, a lot of equipment go into it and a lot of talent for the people that do it. And they saved his eyesight. And right after we do the show I have to put two eye drops in one eye <laughs> to keep things going good. But that's been a few years ago, and he's doing really good. But my daughter was like, nope, nope, Perry comes with me. I get to, I will, I will add Perry to the family. So Perry joined the family uh, right after New Year's. Well, yeah, right after, between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> and so, and I've seen Perry much over the years at different gatherings on my side of the state. So Perry was so excited. A lot of my animal babies, when I see them, and I call them all my animal babies, my own, as well as the ones that I help care for at times. And uh, Perry was like squeaking and, and crying. And it was, it, was, it was so good to see him. And it's good to be able to spend time with him, uh, as well as Tylee and Denora. And, and Perry and I made trips together because before my wife passed, we used to make trips together. Uh, and sometimes she'd bring Perry with her and... Uh, if she came often, she bring, would bring Perry with her, and they would uh, uh, stay here, and we'd all stay here together for a birthday or just a gathering for July 4th. And one July 4th, Perry was here. My dog, Sarah Bells, who was a puppy at the time and quite rambunctious, <laughs> was here. And at that time, I think Janora might have been the only other puppy. Not sure about if Luda was here then or not. But uh, So I'm so glad to be able to spend some time with Perry and give him some love and light. And when I returned from that trip with Brandon, on the trip back, I ended up finding, had a friend that asked if they could uh, be my ride home. At that time, I was living in Portland because they were going through some serious physical things and treatments and wanted to have some time together. And that friend client and her boyfriend came and stayed with me at a two-bedroom apartment. One was open and they stayed and, and we stayed for a few days. We did some intensive work with her 
and happy to say that to be between all the things that she did, and she does credit my work as part of that, but she did all of the things to fight the cancer that she was dealing with. That cancer did go into remission, and now it's been gone, and that was years ago. With All this happened about seven years ago. I thought about that today. It was seven years ago. And I got home from that, <laughs> so home from being in Spokane about two weeks with Brandon and then he was taken off life support and spent time with my daughter and my wife at that time and all the family and helped that very special woman and her client and her uh, boyfriend with what they were going through because he was going through some treatments as well. And, and it was the next night I was finally relaxing and in a space of, of, my own need for meditation and refreshment and recharging. I did a lot of it when I was, when I was on my trip as well, because that's the only way. <laughs> but anyway, I, then I get a call and it's, uh, my ex at the time, we're still really good friends, but we had, we had decided to remain great friends, but I, I had moved out and moved to an apartment in the same complex, not very far, literally uh, one building behind another cookies my lifetime dog and I kind of felicia's dog too over the years oh my daughter's yeah um when when i did decide to get into the apartment and we made those things i also decided to let cookies stay with my partner at the time because he had become quite close to her he was taking his master's degree from home i was not working at home and knew you know had these different trips I didn't know about the trip for Brandon, but I had other trips that were happening. And we knew, although Cookies wasn't there yet, she was getting really close. <laughs> and our two apartments looked the same, except backwards. And so Cookies would come up and visit me. But often I would just go down and visit Cookies too, because she would get really confused when she came and visited me at my apartment. Um, and Vaughn and Cookies are talking about connections and souls and, and souls being connected. My action and cookies connected so strongly in their own way, very much the way that the partner I was with when Felicia was two, three years old, and then she were both dads to her in her life. They could, I saw their connection, and I saw the connection between cookies and, and my partner, and I, and I knew that that was going to be the best, but he, he brought her up, and he said, he called me and said, I'm bringing cookies up. You need to put some light in her. And so he brought her up and I went to put the light in her and she didn't take the light. He was happy to see me and he gave her some love, but she didn't take the light. And I told him, I said, well, it's going to be soon now because it's not that she doesn't love us. It's not that she doesn't enjoy the pets and the touchings. It's that she's ready to go. She doesn't need the light to come in and do any more with the body. She's ready to go. We have many different experiences, and I'm sorry if you heard that. Sometimes you do, sometimes I don't. I talk with my hands, and I bump the mic. <laughs> and I've worked with so many humans and beautiful souls and, and beautiful peoples, especially in the past few years, that have been near their passing, near their time, and that was certainly what was happening with cookies 
And for me, and, and it, again, the connections in life. As I begin to allow myself to see from a higher perspective for a few moments, I saw just like my mother-in-law at the time became the first person that I guided into the light as she was passing. At the time, I was not as aware and experienced and educated as I am now. And I remember telling her when she, we worked together for a few months when she knew her time was coming and she made it clear to me that she wanted me to do this for her and I'd heard of it. I was aware of it, but I told her I've never done it. And she's like, you'll be doing more of it. And I'm, I'm blessed to have you have you do it for me and for me to be your first. And I realized when I look back through time, starting off all the way in childhood and then later in life for clients and family and then in my own life, how I was also there for pets. One of the times that I was house dog sitting for friends, worst thing that can happen is <laughs> puppy sitting, right, for the souls. But that a very a dog that has had already lived past its expiration date but was enjoying life, everything was okay, kind of winding down, getting a bit slower, and knew that it could literally be any day, no particular ailments, just really old. And they had rescued this this uh, puppy, rather large dog, but gentle, aren't they all? All the gentle, large ones. I mean, anyway, and uh, his name was Chewy, and I was watching for them where, I, where they were on a trip to Mexico, and on the last day of their trip, Chewy started his 24-hour descent, and I knew it, so I reached out. And this was in December. They were in sunny Mexico. We were in freezing inland northwest. And neighbors even knew what was going on because there were times, both because I think of what was happening for him and that time was getting closer, Chewie would go out and kind of lay out in the yard and didn't really want to come back inside. And so I spent all night, well into past sunrise the next day, going out, covering with a blanket, bringing a little indoor-outdoor pillow and a blanket for myself to curl up next to him. And being there for anyone that passes, any living being, (laughs) as much as we know it's going to happen, as much as we know that we're going to, just as ourselves, we take our first breath, the day's coming when we're going to take our last. And we certainly learn that with our animal babies. And depending on whether it's a puppy or a dog or large or small or reptiles. Some of those reptiles can live a long time. I had some client friends that had a turtle (laughs) and they had figured out that the turtle that they got right about the time they first got married before they had any kids, the turtle became their first kid. This was in Florida. Turtle loved its life. I want to say that happiest turtle I ever saw. It was one of those that got bigger and bigger. But they had figured out that even though they were celebrating 68 years of marriage, <laughs> and I forgot about that because I actually turtle fat because they ended up going on a trip. That was right. They, they, <laughs> I've done all kinds of things. 
totally forgot about that until I was telling the story and I'd already noted the story. But anyway, they had figured out that the turtle was going to live out of them. This type of turtle could be, you know, well over a hundred, some even more, I think. And uh, so they had made arrangements uh, there in Florida where we were, there was, there was a, and that's the thing, you know, zoos get a lot of knocks here and there, but the, a lot of the zoos that are worth their salt and the bigger ones, you know, they're doing it for preservation. They're doing it, they're doing good things, you know, and they had a reptile, you know, exhibit with turtles and things like that. And they made arrangements with them because they talked to their kids and their kids all lived in different places and some of them not in climates that would have you know, taken care of it. But, uh, it, but their kids had turned them down. No kid wanted, no kid, you know, and a lot of their kids lived up north. One lived, you know, uh, overseas. It was just <laughs> not a good look. Uh, so the turtle was going to go hang out with some turtle buddies in like a turtle retirement home or something when that day came. But they had to think about that, you know. But if you don't have a turtle that lives hundreds of years, you know, you're going to have some pet baby souls in your life. And you never forget one because a new one comes. And more than once, and I've talked to friends and family, and, and again, I am who I am, and I don't care who hears about it and what you think about it, but I can tell you from my awareness, from my experience, sometimes they come back. Yes, they are out there in the ethers. They're out there in the dimensions. They're out there. And like us, they have a soul that may have lived in... Like we, we may have lived more than one life here being human and, and then really the, the true magic or awareness of the soul is that it's lived and done and been, however you want to call it, maybe been, being, is being way more than being human. And we don't always need to understand all that or be aware of all that, but sometimes it's important to keep tap into the strength and the love and the inspiration that can come from that. And just like us, our animal spirits have experienced different things, and I have learned so much over time. And like all the other shows we have, including this one, we're not going to be able to cover it all here. <laughs> and I've talked about some of it at different points. But from my own experience and awareness and connection to my soul and, and being aware of my soul connecting to some of my animal babies, connecting me as an animal baby here, but I knew them long before, long before, and been with them when neither one of us were being humans or being on earth. <laughs> and, and being here together is an experience we have. It's not all of who we are. And I know of many people who have had animal babies return to them, animal babies come back in, in, in different ways. I shared a story years ago. I don't know if it was on our more recent show that we started or way back when we started 2014, 2015, but I had one of the you know wild, beautiful awarenesses of my life was being called in with a family that had been in a car accident together. Luckily, all four members of the family survived as far as the humans. Their dog, which was a you know, 60, 70 pound dog, had died in the crash. 
had died in the crash, jumping over and in front of the woman who was driving son, if the dog hadn't taken the impact, the son who was the worst injured and most critical would not have survived. In the split second of an accident happening, the dog jumped in the way and took the impact. When I was working with the family, They were staying at a friend's house who had a really big house because the family, for one thing, didn't all live together. And they were all in hospital beds. <laughs> and so when I, I, they had me do some group work with everybody for healing and for trauma. And then I did some individual works. And they shared with me that not only had the four of them experienced, but the homeowner, who wasn't necessarily a disbeliever, but he's a good friend of theirs, but, you know, he hadn't experienced a bunch in his life. It wasn't, you know, he, he respected spiritual and the paranormal and such things, but he didn't, you know, <clears throat> he didn't have personal experience with it. And that's why experience is so important, because it changes our awareness. And experience is so important because it allows us to be all of who we are, and then we begin to let everyone else do the same. It's a beautiful win-win-win. And even he shared that at night, he would be in his recliner, and everyone would be in their rooms, and they would hear, and he didn't have a pet, (laughs) they would hear the clicks of the paws, on the tiles in the kitchen, on the hardwood floors, going down the hallway, going from room to room, spending time with each. The homeowner knew the sounds. The friend, I shouldn't say homeowner, but to me, was the homeowner. <laughs> Their friend knew the sounds. He actually became a client in the mind, body, spirit family due to over years. But anyway, he knew the sounds because the mother who had been in the accident was his caregiver. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Things got turned around there for a little bit. So she had come with the dog. The dog was a travel with her, a therapy puppy. I met the dog a few times. Don't remember his name, but he was beautiful. And one of, he was certainly a soul of souls. And he, uh, so he'd heard what those paws sounded like, you know, because he's heard, you know, and he'd, he, even though he didn't have a pet at the time, he'd actually had a pet that had passed a few years back that he just decided, given his age and things he was going through, he didn't want to, bring another pet into that. Um, and, but he welcomed and loved her dog when he'd come over and would hear him coming in. So he knew the sound. So on the first night 
that we got together well, day that went into evening, because again, I did some things with the group, and then I did some things individually, and then we did a thing, and uh, say things. See, I'm discounting myself and the experience. We had an experience, a group experience, and then I worked with each one individually. Then we had a, a, a ending group experience. And when we did that ending group experience, and we were deep into the meditation, connecting to the light, bringing in the angels and light rings to bring them healing and to work with their bodies and to work with them, mind, body, and spirit, and to help them heal and to let go of their pain. We were all connecting in the light. And any time I do sessions, whether it's a meditation I do here online with all of you, or I'm doing it with clients, whether it's a private session client or a group or retreat, I do it. I do it with you. <laughs> Every client I've had. For one thing, early on in my work, I couldn't understand why I would sit there with my eyes. But once I see that you're relaxed and you're in a, if you're in a private session, you're relaxed and in front of me and quiet and, 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 and entering into the experience, then you know, and that's Ty Lee, then you know that you know, then I close my eyes. I, I do the experience as well. And anytime that I do that, I'm with them. We're going into this garden. We did a thing where we went into the garden and we brought the light, going into that safe space. That's a really good way of working with, especially when your body and mind are in trauma. And we're, so we're, we're all right in the middle of it. And then I hear it. I've had a lot of spiritual awarenesses, a lot of spiritual experiences. Each one profound. Each one life-changing. Each one with an awareness that allows me to really experience something that I didn't know before. And I'd experienced different things throughout time. I shared the story of Snow White before, and I'm not going to go into that one tonight. My first dog. Yeah, like, hey, we could do 100 shows on some of these shows. But that night, being there and bearing witness with them while we were all in a connected, meditative, spiritually connected place and hearing the sounds of that beautiful souls pause on the towel floor and then the wood floor. And one thing they noticed as well as as well as myself and their friend who owned the home because he was he joined in in the one we did at the end. This time the dog didn't go at least yet for sure he made his rounds later <laughs> to each room. but was almost centered in the middle. Those sounds of the pause, click, click, click on the floor stopped right about the middle for everyone in the hallway, including where I was at one end. 
And I sensed it and felt it. They sensed it and felt it. And his energy joined with ours. And if you've ever seen or experienced the energy where you can see it flow, you can see it flowing out of your hands and connecting with all or any. We all experience seeing and observing from that spiritual, that dimensional place. That light going in four directions. They all reported that after they were fully healed and truly around the same time, they all did really well. They all did all the medical thingies too, but they did meditations. They did their own spiritual work. They did different things, all the mind, body, spirit things they could do to heal. And they did heal quicker and easier. They thought there might be some permanent damage for a son. That didn't happen. When they all peeled off, they shared with me that one of them had already been released, but was still hanging out with the others. The rest were all getting released you know, being able now to go into their own life. Like they were at the hospital, but they, they did have characters. They were getting care given uh, right where they were. They were in respite care for sure. The last night they were all together. They shared that his spirit came in and was with him and they all got the same impression, the same feeling, the same experience. But now he was saying goodbye. Now it was time to get some new puppy babies when the time was right. He knew they were okay. They knew he'd always be connected to them. So do I. Now I planned this show. <laughs> almost a couple weeks ago when I knew I was going to be here tonight. Spirit being spirit, even I didn't understand the awareness that I would be reminded of. Or that earlier today, you know, I'm on different social medias because I was traveling yesterday and because, you know, <laughs> I, you know, it's important, my friends, to limit your times and what you do that it serves you the best and move on. And I'm definitely that learned to be that way with my social medias as well. I look at the grandbabies and the pictures people share. And a lot of my friends share what's happening in their life. And coming into tonight's show, what I didn't anticipate, I knew there was going to be some sadness and awareness, but a few friends, you know, it was, again, the way the universe works. I, I literally had three different friends that shared either losing or in the process of losing their animal baby tonight. And then a couple friends that had shared that it had either recently happened or in one friend's case, and I've done it too. <laughs> I did it for cookies for a few years. I think I've even... <laughs> Then any time it pops up on your reminders, right, to tell you that six years ago today you posted this and you were saying goodbye, you know, my daughter mentioned getting this, you know, 
same sort of reminders about her brother because it's again around that time of year. And it just underscores <laughs> something I've talked about, something I believe, something I have to remind myself all the time is that time is precious. These beautiful animal baby souls that become such a beautiful therapeutic part of our lives, right? Our time is limited with them too. And I know both cerebells and little bits and these little stinkers earlier, if I get on the phone or the computer or something and I need a distraction, <laughs> they don't like it. Little bit's my kid and he cannot stand it. when <laughs> I've, I've helped him calm down a little bit, but we, everything's a tool, everything, you know, like your social medias, your connections to people, wonderful that bring you some joy and some connection and some ways to reach out to friends and family, some ways to reach out for meditation and, and some giggles and some, and, and sometimes we need a little storytelling or funds in our lives. So we watch something, we stream something, you know, it's all good. None of that, none of that is as good is what we can do in person with those people in our lives that we love so much and we have wonderful experiences with and those souls in our lives that include our animal babies. And there's times I've done it. I wink at the end of the day and I was like, you know, sorry, Sarah Bells. I know we haven't played Paul as much today. <laughs> Let's go do a little ball. Let's go do a little playing. And they're, imper- they're important to us. They do so much for us, right? They distract us in good ways when we need it. All of mine have. <laughs> I mean, hey, time to take a break. Time to take a walk. Time to play some ball. I'll be outside doing some spiritual work and some meditation, and that's where I know Sarah is learning and being good because she'll, she'll calm or she'll play with her sticks or ball and and then if I get to a place where maybe things have become a little tense or a little emotional or I need a little break, she'll come over and bring the ball and be like, it's time to throw the ball. Make sure we allow ourselves. Again, it's the good stuff we rob ourselves of, right? <laughs> we get all tied up in social media or, or streaming something or in our own stress anxiety, our own head is freaking out about something that we're frustrated about. We're stressed about, and rather than relaxing and just letting go and getting into a place of inspiration, we just, we, we're humans. We love a little bit of being uh, frustrated sometimes. There's challenged. And we forget that one of the many biggest things we do, and I shared some pictures tonight on the show, and when I, when I did share it on Facebook, social media, me snuggling with Sarah Bell. Or Sarah Bell being in her little meditative ball on her little pillow that she just loves laying on. And the time we get snugs in with our animals, and sometimes we can combine, right? Me and my partner will snugs with Sarah Bells and get a little popcorn and watch a movie and we'll all watch together. And they watch, oh my gosh, dogs and kittens. And I've heard from all different types of, of pet owners. And I shared, you know, I had a nephew that had a spider and he really talked to me about it because he knew I didn't like spiders per se, or really at all. <laughs> but... He had a spider, and he taught, you know, and he, he, when he was a teen, he did the Path to Teens workshops that I did, and 
So he called me on it. He's like, Uncle Charles, you know, and, and he shared stories about how they connected, how it would come over, how it would, you know, even let the furry little animal baby that he had like crawl and snugs with him. Not me, not happening. Not my connection in this lifetime. At the, I'll guess I'll say so far, but I don't see it changing. <laughs> but he should, you know, and I said, no, you're right. The, the, the spirit, the consciousness, the soul is part of all of animals in our in our world whether there are animal babies or not (laughs) and some of them as humans we have made our animal babies but also those souls that are coming down and being our animal babies they're doing it willingly they're taking just like our souls are coming down into our human bodies in this lifetime at this time and we chose it they choose it they choose it for us And whether they're distracting us or, and I'll speak more to my puppy babies, but sometimes the kitten ones too, they'll tell you when something bad's happening. My one kitten, Noel, was quite the mouser, and I had the house that was quite the mouse. It had a dirt foundation, so a lot of fun with that. But they always tell us when bad things are happening, right? And I'll focus on dogs just for a moment before we go into our meditation. They tell us if the UPS is coming or the postman, someone's on the door. And truly, sometimes when someone scary is outside or in the neighborhood. And they always let us know when there's squirrels or kids with any kind of wheels. Bikes, skateboards, rollerblades, wagons, even strollers. They'll let you know it's in the vicinity. Better watch out. Something bad could happen. <laughs> But they're also, and I know people, and I'm not, when I say this, I'm saying this in a heartfelt way. All of our animals are therapy animals. And I know individuals, I've written letters for individuals, the psychologists and psychiatrists I've worked over the years have written letters for individuals that are both very physically or mentally challenged. And whether it's a seeing eye dog or a special puppy for an HD, you know, autistic kid, ADHD, autistic child, or someone that truly that emotional support for their mental illness. I've seen it. I've seen it in clients and friends and family, the difference they can make. That love, that connection, that flow of consciousness that happens. And they're all therapies. They're always there when we need them. We're sick. And I've been a little sick or down or even like a fluish or coldish throughout the years. And I'll speak to the current, <laughs> the current, the current family. Sarah Bell's a little bit, boy, they around me. They'll, you know, little bits will be in his box right next to the bed. Sarah Bell's will be curled up next to me. Now, if you just decide to take a nap or sleep in, maybe not. But you're not feeling good? Absolutely. You're feeling down or stressed or having a hard moment yourself, we're right there with you. <laughs> I'm trying to make you happy about it. They're there when we're hurting physically or emotionally. They're there just like all of the other souls in our lives for the celebrations of 
weddings, the celebrations of life, for the celebrations of family and friends. If you're like my group and the family of friends, they get to meet a lot of people. Sarah Bell's now COVID kind of threw her for a loop <laughs> because she, we got her as a puppy and then boom, COVID happened. But she's becoming very quickly, she has enjoyed people coming. And even during that period when we made, uh, or before that happened, I guess we were able to make a trip and she got to experience some people and experience some friends around us, but she's doing really great, but they get to know all the things in our lives. They're there for all the life events, for all the celebration, for all the ways of being. And they like taking a moment of meditation and relaxation too. And if you're a mind, body, spirit person, chances are you have done some meditations or spiritual work. And you notice when you get into those places, they're right there with you. I've told you about taking those 10 deep breaths throughout the day, taking a moment and just taking a deep, relaxing breath, letting it out. And for me, I'm thinking about if I'm, if I'm needing, if I'm going through some frustration or struggle, then I let go of that. If I'm needing to just kind of let go of some stress or anxiety and bring in some focus and inspiration, I'll say to myself, I'm breathing in the focus and inspiration, I'm breathing out the stress. I'm breathing in relaxation. I let go of the frustration. You do that 10 times. And sitting down or lying down is the best because you can get a little little lightheaded sometimes. Don't overdo yourself. Know yourself and your body. But 10 is important. And you really feel the difference when you make it through 10 relaxing. You're not in a hurry to do it. I've worked with a lot of people who have panic attacks for it. And I'll take those deep breaths throughout the day. I'll take those times to refocus throughout the day in different ways. And any time that I do it, if Sarah Bells is around me, she comes right up to me. She wants to be part of it. It's like she, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Oops, bump it again. Can, she, can I be part of it? Can I be part of the fun? I want some of that energy. (laughs) Kit and friends have been the same way. And I know they are for you. Whether they're, you truly have physical or mental disabilities and have a full on trained therapy animal, or you're just one of the people that has chosen to experience your life with the most loving, connected, playful, intuitive, amazing soul. That is your animal being. We sometimes outlast partners or kids. I know more than one friend or family member, including when I spoke up tonight, that have taken in an animal baby when their human time to leave came. So tonight, when we go into the meditation together, my friends, I invite you to cuddle up with your animal babies. Physically draw them near, 
Maybe they're scattered around the room like these animal babies are right now. Maybe tonight, like some of my friends and family, you're connecting with an animal baby that soul that was such an important part of your life, but they're no longer with you. Tonight, I know for myself, I'm going to connect with these beautiful kids. I'm going to be thinking about and astral projecting and connecting with Sarah Bells and Lil Bit and Patty, who live in our household. I'm going to be thinking about some of my other animal friends like Fiona and Seamus and Harriet and Evie. <laughs> and I'm going to be remembering and connecting and inviting to join me on this meditation, on this spiritual connection. I'm going to invite Snow White, Snuggles, and Chris, Cookies. The spirit that for me is Noel and Little Bit and of all the souls I've known. And that includes my partner. We've been together a bit as souls before being humans. But even before that soul, for me and my awareness and my spiritual experiences, the first memory that I have going back as far as I can access as Charles the Human, takes me back to a time when a special animal friend was like my best friend. And often they are, aren't they? <laughs> Especially when you're single. And I knew I was on a different dimension. Seventh dimension is what I, from my perception, I've seen. And I had an experience where I was doing some spiritual work in a very spiritual place. We're getting ready to do a meditation, uh, uh, I mean, a meditation retreat, but also like a spiritual retreat, lots of different spiritual experiences. And most of the people that were the practitioners and facilitators had arrived. And so we were, I always scheduled my retreats for a couple days before all the practitioners and, and staff and facilitators would arrive. And then we'd spend time together and we'd share with each other our talents and our spiritual insights and our gifts. And I was there with a really good friend of mine who was one of the inspirations for me even becoming a hypnotherapist and a spiritual facilitator. Love her so much. And we became so connected in each other's lives and our families as well. And we were doing, she was, we were doing some sessions back and forth with each other and she was going to do a session for me and I was connecting to this area was a, was called right cloud was the area we were at. And it was just, it was a beautiful area. It was very spiritual. I expect, I experienced unbelievable vortexes doing astral projections under the stars, having deep meditations where you would connect with the earth. And, and it was only after going a couple times that I found out from, one of the caretakers of the land that this area that was being gathered to was a very sacred native american place where they would come together for spirituality the tribes would come together in peace to work out differences or difficulties and they would come together to celebrate things together and to do spiritual work together the place of vision quest and i wanted of course, to connect with that amazing energy, right? Who wouldn't? <laughs> and so I was doing a meditation just to kind of connect with that energy and that 
awesomeness that was around us. And right as, as this beautiful friend was facilitating for me, suddenly I'm having a soul memory and connecting to a soul experience that I, I knew of and was it had experienced even when I was a kid. I knew for a long time that there was a part of my conscience, part of my soul that had, that had been and was being much more than you while being Charles. And I went back into that experience and there I was wrestling on the ground with this beautiful, best described as cat-like creature, but, you know, somewhere between a lion and a domesticate, I can't, it, it doesn't exist on earth, but the cat-like creature, will call it that. But it's a soul that I was connecting with. And I connected, and I'd had many different experiences and visions of those experiences, but not like this. Because in that moment, I literally had this amazing playful tumble and play and running and having so much fun with this beautiful soul and then i said to it i'll just say her name Jeannie. i said Jeannie, bring me out bring me out bring me out bring me out she was like okay okay what's happening i'm like it's noel she said what i said it's noel it's i i knew like i knew i had a connection with her and i wonder truly if it wasn't the kitten before Noel, who really was called Kitten. I mean, <laughs> that sounds bad, but I kept wanting to think of a name and couldn't, so he was Kitten. Um, he was Mr. Kitten sometimes. <laughs> and unfortunately, he died young, accident. But anyway, Mr. Kitten, I wonder if Mr. Kitten and Noel were the same. And, and then in many ways, in many ways, it is cool, it's so clear to me and my partner, from the moment I met my, with my partner's cat, little Nero, slash little bits, Noel, interesting anyway, there was an absolute bonding and connection between me and little bit. Loves his daddy, now has a second daddy, and in my mind, in my experience, in my awareness, soul I've known longer than I've known him, he found him, you know, my partner found the kitten and rescued him. He was in a bird cage at a, a shelter was so over full or pet area that this poor kitten was literally in a bird cage and he knew that as soon as their eyes connected, I'm taking that kitten home. And then that kitten became our first fur baby together and now we have Sarah Bell's our second fur baby. I having lost Noel and Cookies, had decided that I was not going to I was taking a break. I was spending time with the with the puppies that I took care of for their, for their moms and dads. And I had times when I, uh, you know, had, I, I lived a few times. I roommated with some people that had pets. Matter of fact, I was roommating, but we got with a friend that did have a dog that I also had known since a puppy. So, but I was at a point in my life. I'm like, I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to have any puppies or kittens at this moment. But what I am going to do is just enjoy all the others. And then when my partner and I got together, he he came with Nero slash Little Bits, who I love that he came with, and we're all connected. And then my partner's a dog trainer. He ended up, you know, we knew when we talked about it, he was going to get a dog to bring with him to dog training. And he's a very passive, loving, 
soul to soul win-win when it comes to connecting with and being with animals and uh, training animals in a beautiful way. And so I'm, I'm proud to be with him and a partner with him. And, and I, you know, I did resist if I'm being honest and being all the way, I'm going to say, you know, I did resist. And there was a time right away when we first brought in uh, Sarah Bells that I was still not, I'm still skeptical. Having a puppy was a little crazy making, but I wouldn't trade her for the world. Wouldn't trade her for the world. She's become such an important part of my life, like they all do, right? <laughs> so, my friends, let's get comfy and relax. We're going to let the music play us out so that you can get into a nice meditation, spiritual experience, and go as deeply as you need to go, as you want to go. I'm going to get you started, and then I'm going to let you take it where you need to go. So if you need to get up, you know, listen to these things at all different times, hopefully you're listening to it and doing the meditation anyway at a time where you can really relax and let go and just be with it. If you do have something coming up, maybe set an alarm for some point, but otherwise just let yourself drift off. And we go into the meditation tonight. Just going to let that music play us out and let your experience be as deep and as strong and as beautiful and loving. Might be some tears, right? When we connect with some of those beautiful animal spirits that are no longer with us at this moment. Many times I'm not alone. As I've listened, if you, as you've listened tonight and I've shared, maybe it's brought you some insight and awareness to some of the animal babies in your life and that your soul was connected with their soul long before you were here too. Because I've seen it and experienced it and known it throughout my life in all of my friends and family. I have had the most beautiful experience of not just being able to experience the humans, but the animal spirits and their connection to each other and us. And their arrival, their being here with you. just as important is just as connected to the universe as each one of our lives and mission is often we wouldn't have even had our mission if it weren't for them we wouldn't make it through we wouldn't be able to do it they make it possible they inspire us they bring us rest and play and love in ways that we can only imagine with them And before we go into a meditation tonight, two very important things. One, our thanks, our love, our gratitude for Elizabeth DeFreyas and her beautiful, beautiful music that we use on the show. And I've used it throughout my works and missions, private sessions, workshops, retreats. At times, I was blessed to have her live. At times, I was using her CDs. Now it's using the MP3s, and we are working on bringing you a wider variety of that as well. Both Ella and I are a little, or Elizabeth, she also has been known as Ella as a spiritual name, you might say. Elizabeth Tafreyas, Ella. We are both a little uh, technology challenged, so we've gotten some help, and we're going to do some things. And she's been a beautiful guest on the show. We'll have her back. 
You can listen to her beautiful meditation music anytime you want just by going to Heart Sounds by Elizabeth. It's right there in the show's description. And she has albums of her music that you can just sit and listen to and relax to. And then if you'd like and you're enjoying it and it's blessing you, there's a little tip jar there that you can throw a few dollars in. You can also purchase some music. She's also on a lot of streaming services. Copy and paste her name and put it into your streaming service. I know she's on Sirius and I think she's on a few other ones. So you can listen to that meditation music there too, friends. <laughs> and also equally important, we love you. And my friends, those of you who are blessed, who are having some moments of prosperity, who enjoy the experiences and the sharing, and the awareness that we share, and you love that we're sharing it all around the world, all around the world. Top five countries, USA, Canada, New Zealand, Vietnam, and Australia, but all around the world. Every continent, we bring a message of love and light, of relaxation of mind and body, of letting go of fears and judgments and hurts so that everyone, everyone with great joy can be all of who they are for their lives, for their families, for their communities, and for our world. And if you can be a part of our family that helps bring this show and bring this mission to life, we are so thankful and grateful for you, and it's easy to do. You can send an email to relaxletgobe at gmail.com and say, hey, Charles, I, you know what? I feel blessed. I enjoy your meditations. Thank you. Here's something I can bless you with, and it can be whatever amount works for you. And there's a variety of ways we can do it. We use Venmo, PayPal. We can also send an invoice via Square that you pay at your convenience. You can be a, a one-time, hey, I'd just like to help you out. I heard your show. I enjoyed it. I've had that happen a lot where people say, I heard your show. I enjoyed it. I use this, this meditation. really helped in my life. I've been listening to it a bunch. Here's a few dollars. Keep going. And we really appreciate it. And we don't hound you for more. We thank you, and we move, you know, that, it, it, we're very different. I'm very different. Are the, the experience is very different, and I want the experience to be beautiful. So if you reach out and you do something like that, I thank you. And unless you reach out again or you want information, I do have friends and, and friends of the show that don't participate on some of the social medias, and then they've asked me, hey, when you're going to have Elizabeth on the I've had that. When you're going to have Elizabeth on the show, will you let me know? Or when you're going to, you know, or they'll share what's happening. You don't have to make a donation to share what's happening in your life. And same thing. I personally reply to all of the emails and reach out to people and thank them for what they said. And last time, there's been a few circumstances where people have reached out with something really personal happening from a part of the world that they're compromised. And in some cases, they've just shared something and said, pray for me and meditate for me. Please don't write back because of the situation that I'm in place of the world that I live and I don't want to be, you know, and so that's happened more than once. <laughs> you can share your experiences of tonight's show and you have some beautiful baby experience, animal spirits, baby experiences that you want to share, send them in. And if you want, if you do send something in and you want me to share it online or, uh, you know, into on our show to the audience, you have to tell me that. Otherwise I always consider it's private. But if you, I've had more than one person say, Hey, this happened for me and you can share it. You know, Dave and Buffalo, he's always like, you can say hi to me and share. Dave and Buffalo is our number one fan out there. 
he was a fan of the show. Even during the few years that we were down, he was he was listening to the shows and and emailing in and asking us to come back, <laughs> saying I'm ready for more. He was one of the one of the people that inspired us to bring the show back in the ways that we did. So shout out to Dave and Buffalo, and I believe he has some animal baby spirits as well. And my friends, we're thankful for your support. It truly helps in many ways. So thank you. Since we're doing nature tonight, my friends, I invite you to snug it up, whether physically or in the same room, or just snug it up. Snug it up with your animal babies, your animal spirits. And we're going to listen to the sounds of nature, beautiful sounds of nature. Just allow yourself um, to just let go and relax. Nothing to think about, nothing to do. For a few moments, you're going to let everything else go and connect with those beautiful animal spirits, those beautiful souls in your life. You let go of any stress or anxiety, any frustration, and just let yourself be in a peaceful, relaxed place. Get really comfy on the couch. Maybe you're snugged up in bed with all of your little animal baby snugs around you. And just allow yourself to let go and have a few peaceful moments. Just allowing the sound of my voice, the sounds of nature, beautiful sounds and vibrations of the music to bring you peaceful, easy relaxation. Just allowing yourself, even as you move, to be comfortable. Just allow yourself to be more relaxed, more peaceful, more connected to this beautiful, amazing life that flows it flows into your mind and body all of the time. We're just allowing ourselves to be aware. We're allowing ourselves to connect with them. You've sensed it and felt it in your animal babies. You feel their soul, their love, their connection. You feel it with your partners, your family, your friends, the people that are the closest to you and your heart your consciousness in your life and you've had those moments of love and energy where you feel that energy and that love that flows through you for a few moments you're just going to allow yourself to focus on that life to focus on that peaceful relaxing energy and welcome it into your mind and body welcome it into your consciousness to relax any stress or anxiety any frustrations or fears. Any judgments or discomfort. In this moment, just truly letting go and allowing yourself just to be in that beautiful, amazing life. Because it brings love 
and peace and relaxation into every muscle, every cell, every system. You allow yourself just to be more and more peaceful, more and more relaxed. Just taking a few moments for true relaxation. Letting go of any thoughts of the day, any stresses, any hurts. Just allowing yourself this moment to relax and be peaceful. To be in the beautiful flow of this relaxing light as it flows deeper into every muscle and every cell and every system in your body. You feel it as it flows throughout your brain and your mind and it just brings a peaceful relaxation. Any stress, any strain, any anxiety just melted away. Allowing that peaceful, beautiful energy to flow into your neck and your shoulders. Flow down into your arms and your elbows and all the way down into your hands and your fingers. Flow deep into your lungs and your throat. Down into your tummy and your intestines. Back into your kidneys and down into your liver. Allowing all of your body to be flowing with this peaceful, relaxing energy. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just loving the relaxation. Just enjoying the peace as it flows down into your knees, down into your calves and your ankles, all the way down into your feet. You feel this flow of soothing, relaxing energy. You can see it, you can feel it, you can even hear its vibration. And you can sense and feel any judgment or fear or stress just melting away. This beautiful light filling your body and it just, it's just like this beautiful shine. It just flows from all the way deep inside your body and it just flows out through your skin. Flows through your hands and your fingers. Allowing yourself to feel and sense this beautiful love, this beautiful energy. This connection to your consciousness, to your soul, to all of who you are. Flowing and connecting with all of the beautiful animal souls around you. With all the beautiful animal babies surrounding you in this moment, in your heart, in your mind, in your room. For a few moments, just allow yourself to be aware of the connection and the flow of this light as it flows into each one of those beautiful animal babies. Sense and feel the love, the connection, the beautiful ways 
that you feel connected, that you feel part of their heart, of their soul, how much they've meant to you in this life, how much their love, their inspiration, their intuition has touched you. It's such a beautiful part of all of who you are in this moment. And allow you for a few moments to connect with their soul, with their energy, with their love. Let their love and their connection and their awareness and their inspiration flow back into your heart and your soul. And like a beautiful ball of love and light, gratitude and inspiration, allow you throw it back to them. And you play this beautiful game of you throwing to them this ball of light, this ball of love, this ball of inspiration. And they give it right back to you. That's how they are. It's how beautiful and amazing, unique, special, and awesome they are. And allow the flow of this energy, the flow of this life, the flow of this beautiful, peaceful love allow you to connect more and more deeper and deeper with those beautiful animal babies those beautiful animal spirits allow them to join you in the light and be together in this flow of inspiration and healing and love maybe your animal baby needs a little bit of healing tonight a little bit of extra love Allow your energy, your love, and allow the flow of this beautiful universal energy that connects you both, that connects your souls, to flow into your animal baby and bring as much peace and love and healing as they need in this moment. few moments and just love, love on your animal babies, love on your animal soul, and welcome their love into your heart and soul, and sense and feel the energy of love, the energy of peace, the energy of inspiration, growing even stronger, filling the room with the love and the light. Allowing you to feel even more connected, more aware of the deep connection you share with this beautiful soul.
And as you and I both connect with the beautiful souls, the beautiful animal babies that we're sharing our space with in this moment, I want to say how thankful I am to have these beautiful babies. I have Janora and Tylee and Perry with me tonight. Joining me in the meditation. There was even some puppy snores earlier. I'm thankful for them and the love they've given me and the times that we've shared our life events together. And they've gone through some tough ones too. Allow yourself for a few moments to join me in reaching out and inviting the beautiful souls that have been part of our animal babies in this lifetime that aren't with us anymore. Their time, their moment ended, but in this moment we're going to allow their soul, allow their their consciousness to connect with ours. We're going to allow ourselves for a few moments in this life to welcome their soul, to welcome that beautiful soul of that animal baby who's no longer with us, but we'll never forget him, we're always connected to. And allow yourself the growing experience of going deeper and deeper into connecting with the beautiful soul the beautiful animal baby, animal baby that you've shared your life with, that you are sharing your life with. Bringing you awarenesses in a few moments to the ways that you can allow yourself to remember all of who you are. By remembering your connection to them, you can allow yourself to remember an even deeper awareness in connection to all that your soul is. That all your soul is being. That all your soul is connected to. Including you. Including this life. This moment. This experience. I love you, my friends. Allow yourself a beautiful and amazing deepening meditation, deepening connection to all of who you are, to all of who your beautiful, awesome soul is connected to. Connected with connected for, for you to bring your mission, your inspiration, your wisdoms to life. Allow them to bring you the rest and relaxation and funds and play that you need to be fully motivated and inspired. Allow your love and awareness 
your connection to each of them to bring you a deeper and growing awareness to all of who you are. all that you came to experience all the inspiration and talents you came to share good night have a beautiful meditation